This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Thursday, the 14th of September. Well, Jazzy Boy, there have been six consecutive months where Australian consumer confidence is below 80. Now, what's interesting about this is the worst slump on record, according to ANZ Bank and pollster Roy Morgan. Speaking of consumer confidence, B-Man, and well-being, for that matter, we're proud to be the very first Australian app to track your own financial well-being. Go us. It's called the Money Check-In, and it's pretty much journaling, but for money. Less writing, more buttons. So download the Flux app to check in and see how you track over time. Three revolutionary stories today, Jazzy Boy. Let's do it. For our first, Guzman y Gomez has seen its sales jump 32% over the past 12 months as it gears up for a listing on the ASX. If I hear those American voices saying, love ya, one more time, don't know what I'll do. So (laughs) tell me more, amigo. So Guzman y Gomez is the Australia-founded Mexican food chain Mm -hmm. that started in 2006. Over the past 17 years, though, it's been spreading like hot salsa. In fact, GYG has grown to over 190 restaurants around the world, including over 170 in Australia. And now, Brett, GYG has released its results for the FY23 financial year, and they were spicier than a jalapeno. Uh-huh. We're talking a 32% jump in sales to 759 million buckaroonies. But B-Man, GYG, Guzman y Gomez isn't a public company. So no. why are they releasing their private company results publicly? Well, Justin Boy, they're just warming up those tortillas <laughs> and they're planning on an IPO over the next 12 months. So what is the key learning here? For private companies that are eyeing a public listing, transparency can be a really powerful appetizer to attract investor interest. Now, Brett, typically companies go on an investor roadshow in the weeks leading up to an IPO. That's where they meet with potential investors, mm-hmm. present their business model, their financials, yep. their strategies to grow big. But GYG is doing a full-blown year-long fiesta <laughs> so that they can build up excitement and interest in their IPO. And B-Man, in 2020, we saw Airbnb also release some of their financial data prior to their IPO to build investor confidence too. And Airbnb saw its share price jump over 110% on its first day as a public company. And when your results are looking good, it's worth showing off early. For our second story, Apple has just launched its new iPhone 15 and iPhone 15 Pro models with heftier price tags than ever before. Sounds uh, quite spooky to me, Jazzy Boy. I don't want to hear it, but tell me what's going on here. All right. Well, we know Apple for their sleek, their futuristic tech products like the iPhone, the MacBook, and the AirTag, which is saving my life every single day. And Jazzy Boy, they announced the launch of their latest product range, including the iPhone 15 series, as well as the Apple Watch 9. It is hefty. All right, get it over and done with. (laughs) All right, the iPhone 15 base model starts at $14.99, and the Pro Max model is a whopping $2,199 to start. And on top of that, Apple's also scrapping their lower price 128 gigabyte model from the range altogether. They've lost touch with the common man and woman. There's no doubt about that. So it looks like Apple's nudging people into paying more for their iPhones. So what is the key learning here? The divide between base models and pro models is growing with Apple products and it's all part of their pricing strategy. Well, the standard iPhone 15 comes with regular Mm -hmm. updates. The Pro Max has a bunch of advanced features. We're talking swanky titanium cases, brand new camera systems and a new chip. But Brett, by eliminating the lower price 128 gig model and introducing more advanced features in the pro model only, 
Apparently, Apple is likely trying to drive up their average sale price. In fact, since 2019, that was when ProRange was launched, mm-hmm. Apple's boosted iPhone revenue by over 44%. But shipments have only gone up by 15%. Wow, so this new ploy will probably boost Apple's sales even further and also their profit margin. Mm-hmm. For our third and final story, one of the biggest antitrust trials is underway in the US and it's got Google going head-to-head against the US Department of Justice. This one, over the next 10 weeks, it's going to be a spicy meatball, Jazzy boy. Tell me what's going on. All right, we know Google, the absolute behemoth that's grown over the past 25 years. First it was search, then ads, Mm -hmm. then Chrome and maps and email and everything else. But now, Brett, the US Department of Justice lawyers are coming after Google in an antitrust lawsuit. Or as we call it here in Australia, anti-competitive behavior. They claim that Google has locked in its search engine as the default choice in a whole range of important places. We're talking the default search engine on the iPhone and Safari web browser. And other browsers as well, like Firefox. And how do they manage to squeeze this and wrangle it? They pay more than 10 billion US dollars per year to these companies for that privilege. And as a result, Google has around 90% of the internet search market. And as a result of that, the Department of Justice reckons that Google has gained an unfair advantage against its competitors. Because they are weaponizing defaults to gain user data. So what is the key learning here? User data is oxygen for a search engine. And in comparison to its competitors, Google captures almost all of that juicy search data. And Brett, because of this market dominance, its search and ad products are better than its search rivals can ever hope to be. And uh, this turns out to be quite a cycle, doesn't it, Jazzy Boy? Yep. Pay the default browser fee, capture the data, make money from the search ads, and then improve the product. Rinse and repeat. But Brett, if Google loses this case, it may be forced to stop paying Apple and other companies for access to becoming the default search engine. And this would break the cycle. And potentially break Google's dominance in the search engine market. Hey man, I've been using the Flux Money check-in over the last couple of months and it's been an amazing way for me to do a little bit of journaling in a different way. Based on your results, the Flux app will show you content that's particularly relevant for you. I like it. So download the Flux app if you want to check it out. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.